You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com. And streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Hannibal After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Hannibal After Show. Yeah. Bing is for doing, and we are doing the Hannibal After Buzz After Show, coming into Little Shop of Horrors, which is what uh, it's it, it's a double meaning for us here because that's what Hannibal's running, a Little Shop of Horrors, but it also speaks to our girl Audrey Ellen Green. Ellen Green made an appearance. Oh man, did she ever! A childhood crush of Nando Vell. Yes, Velasquez. Childhood, uh, childhood crush. I came back on this Afterpuzz show just to talk about my crush. I we we, we want to celebrate the triumphant return and appearance <laughs> of Nando Velasquez. Yeah. He really does exist. I, here he is. But, Look at him. But, you you get me at a great cost. Yes, which which is you, you lose San Filippo. Ow, Flippo, Schmippo. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be back. Where's he going? <laughs> Flippo. We can't be in the same room together. We, no, we got into a no. fight after following. Great cost. I, after I said I want to kill uh, Natalie Z and yes. predictions, we haven't really been speaking much. Well, again, we're we're here doing the yeah. Hannibal after after totally. Buzz after show. Uh, as you know, you may or may not know, I'm Joe Braswell, joined by Nando Vell, who's joining us, and as always, joined by the person who's always here now, <laughs> and we love her, Julia Keerley. Hi. Oh, oh, I get a, I get a round of applause. Thank you, Steve, and or Marissa, Thanks, and, and and behind there we have Marissa. Nope. Ah, God, God. <laughs> you got that wrong, Steven. Steven. Steve. Sorry. <laughs> um, so we are. Uh, where are we? We're number. This episode. We, we we're catching up here. We're really. We're, we're working second. our way down. We're working our way up the charts. We're we're working our way through the hits of Hannibal here. Through the hits. Through the hits. Greatest we started hits. at one. We're now at episode seven. We're just about caught up. We're doing the. I mean, you know, we're making. You're just about we're caught darn up. Close. Totally. Yes. We're, <laughs> we're one does, away, right? We're well. We, yeah, we're one. Of, we we've got episode nine that airs on Thursday. Thursday, and we we are yet to do number eight. We're, we're gonna try to squeeze eight in. Oh man, can maybe we do before. it? Oh, this is, we we're do doing it. six right now, right? We're doing no, seven. We're doing seven right now. Oh, that's right. We're doing seven. I haven't okay. been here, Nando. I'm. I know. Yeah, what do you know, well, Nando? We're doing two, right? This is two. This is the <laughs> Hannibal after show. Wait, is this Hannibal? What are we doing? Oh my goodness. Yes. This is not the following. No. Oh, over. Oh, it ended. It ended. It's oh done. Oh my god! Is this not Walking Dead? No, Walking Dead's over too. Okay, is this not um, Celebrity Apprentice? No, and Bates Motel. Bates Motel over as well. Yeah, but we still have to do that one, right? We do, but it's but not now. Tonight, so okay. So we have Hannibal. <laughs> there it is. I don't want to talk about Celebrity Apprentice. I'm still pissed off about who won. Okay, All right. anyway. So back, so back to Hannibal. Seriously, yep. so we're we're here doing Hannibal. Um, we are in. Episode seven, which is Sorbet, which is a palate a cleanser. Palate cleanser. Which is, you know, again, another one. Another How ironic. I, I had ice cream yesterday for Celebrity Apprentice. Just right. bring it back. Well, I, but ice cream is not sorbet, though. That's not. It's just two sorbets. Come on. <laughs> 
But it's it's interesting because um, you know, well, first of all, another another two for two of of, of uh, titles that I can pronounce. So that's good. Oh yeah, Entree, Entree and Sorbet. Sorbet. This, Entree you're and Sorbet. On a roll. This show's yes. educating you. Well, yeah. Well, no, it's it's making me into. You know, I can't. A killer? Me and Filippo are stumbling over these French pronunciations of these words. Ooh la la. So, um, oui, oui. But anyway, so sorbet, which is a palate cleanser, which this episode is not, did not cleanse my palate. Ironically, my palate is not cleansed. Yeah, ironically, oh. this felt like entree because we got to see Hannibal cook a multi course meal with multiple ingredients. That was juicy. Was it juicy? Uh, and, and not not in a good way. Well, the spleen was juicy. Oh, <laughs> man. We saw yeah. we saw a little food processor action. Yeah, yeah. with mm. the spleen, which was well, that was upsetting. Yes, but uh, well, I should mention obviously that this episode is still written by um, by your man. Yeah, well, it's, it's um, by. The f- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Fuller, sorry, Brian Fuller, <laughs> Brian Fuller, your man, Brian Fuller, my main man, whose main name man. I never remember. <laughs> my, the, my bestest friend in the whole world, my main man, Brian Fuller. Uh, no, yeah, Brian Fuller, who, who wrote this and and uh, and, and then co-wrote it, um, and uh, directed by James Foley, who who. You may know from the '80s, he directed uh, At Close Range and Who's That Girl, both Madonna movies, as well as the Live to Tell video and a Pop It Don't Preach video, and and a bunch of other Madonna stuff. So he's a big Madonna guy, but he also directed the Glenn, Glenn Gary Glenn Ross mm, with wow. Pacino and Lemon and all those guys, which is you know the David Mamet classic. Coffee's for closers. That's right. <laughs> Always be closing. Always be closing. Uh, Coffee's and, for closers. Uh, he went on to do The Corrupter. He then he went on to a, a Mark Wahlberg kick because he did Fear and he did The Corrupter. Um, and then he did uh, Confidence and some more stuff in A Perfect Stranger, Mother Christ. But he is, um, I, I really liked his his touch here. I, I like I liked the way he, there's a little bit of humor, some some visual stuff happening. Um, uh, you know, this is a, this is a story that felt like it needed to be told in a lot of like cuts. And there's a lot of things happening, a lot of things visually to squeeze into one episode. And I think James did a great job of doing that. Because you have ingredients, you have murders, you have people, you have flashbacks, you have current, you have past, you have, and it's a lot going on here. And I think he did a great job putting this thing together. So big shout out to my man James Foley. No Madonna cameo, though. No Madonna cameo. <laughs> but we did have singing. We did. We, well, we did have. We, we did, did have, have vocal cords. We did have your girl, your girlfriend, um, and my girlfriend, Ellen Green, who Ellen has Green. a great voice. If she she didn't get to sing, great but she has a great voice. And uh, I know you love her. So she's much. getting a little. She's getting a little old, but you know, I still. Well, like she had her. A, a rather impressive decolletage. Yes, she did. Yeah. You know, if you do, if I do say she's so up there. Myself. I feel like I she always does everything she does. Yes. She's up there with Helen Mirren. I would say. Well, you well, know, Helen Mirren's. A, well, Helen Mirren. She's like, not that old. Slow down. What, Helen Mirren? Well, Helen Mirren's good, but no, no. Um, Ellen Green looks, well, she's looking pretty old. But Ellen Green's not. She's looking she's pretty old. Been right. She's been around Little Shop of Horrors was what, 80s? Was yes. that 80s? And she was probably pushing 30 around that time? All right. All right. Well, she looks lovely. Kinda, she still looked lovely. Okay. I you're, think you're, she you're, looks you're, phenomenal. You're no, you're no spring chicken yourself. Or <laughs> I don't know who you're talking hey, about. she's a cougar if she's going for me. That's all, all right. I'm saying. Speaking of cougars, <laughs> speaking of my crushes. Uh-oh, here goes. Segway. Oh. Yes. Uh, we had an appearance from uh, my girl, Agent Scully. Oh, yes. Anderson. 
Gillian? Is it Gillian or Jillian? Jillian. It is Jillian. Jillian. Jillian, Jillian Anderson. It is who Jillian. Looked fantastic in a, I don't want to call her a cougar, but maybe a milfy cougar ish. Yeah, no, she was hot know. with the long hair. She was she hot. Long great. blonde hair. Long blonde, yeah. hair. Long blonde locks. And we're the same age, so I don't know if that, what does that make me a middle aged a hole? But but <laughs> but she I don't know but I you know I love, I love her I, it, my, I, the, the geek in me really loved to see it was great to have this to see marks her her uh, her return to American TV since yes. X Files yes ten really? years yeah yes wow that's a big deal I guess it is a big deal wow where's she been Julia I feel like she's done some well, she's done motherhood. some she has she's done some motherhood, motherhood. Yeah. I feel like she's she's done some film and she's done some I right. feel like she's done some things in the UK has she not yeah couple things i think well and, and technically you know the x-files was filmed mostly in vancouver canada oh, so yeah. so technically she <laughs> okay, wasn't so doing stuff in the states yes. is that what you're saying yes anyway but well, let's get so the, the episode was great so sorbet so a lot so we finally we talked a lot julie and i solo talked a lot last episode about the, the unveiling of hannibal the cannibal as the as the killer we, the first time we get to see you know hannibal's methodology hannibal um actually execute uh, poor tr- Torsten Wars on my part, but actually, uh, you know, do, we see him actually killing someone and and murdering poor old Miriam. Is that her name? Maribel. Yes, Miriam. Miriam. It's Miriam. Miriam. You are correct. Miriam yes. Lass. Yes. And so this episode, they just went balls out. Oh, man. It was all, I mean, like, it's almost like we, we, know, we knew this was coming. We knew we we're going to see Hannibal do the damn thing. And we saw him do the damn thing this episode, not just from a killing standpoint, but from a culinary standpoint. And uh, talk about food porn. Yeah, yeah. that's like that food porn on. for serial killers, probably. You yeah, know? I mentioned this in a, in a previous episode that you weren't in, Nando. So I'll tell, tell tell this for you. Sure. The culinary consultant is 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 one of my favorite guys. Jose Andres is the you know chef chef Jose. Would you say he's your main man? You know, I, a lot of people are my main man. Okay. He's, he's my mainest man. Yes, <laughs> he was. Excellent tapas. King of molecular really? gastronomy. Okay. He's, he's the, the king of Washington, D.C., the king of the, the, the Baltimore, Chesapeake Bay area uh, in terms of he's got great restaurants in Washington, okay. D.C., but he's got one here at Bazaar mm-hmm. um, in Los Angeles, which I love. But he's, he's the guy telling, you know, Mads how to make brains and spleens and wow. liver. And it's grossing me the f out. So he should be on some uh, watch list. Is that what you're saying? Well, no, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Next time I go to to bazaar and you know and, and get a dish of God knows what, I'm going to be can, thinking about that freaking dinner tonight. I can just see you now, like picking apart your meal with your fork, just sort of figuring out what it is. They're killing me. I didn't want. I didn't need to know that he's part of this. But anyway, so uh, I, I completely digress as we always do. But so we're, last episode we got to see Hannibal. Follow, you know, do his thing, and we got to see his his sort of really. We, we talk a lot about uh, you know Hannibal and his you know the game he's playing and him keeping his enemies close, you know, um, mm-hmm. and manipulating everyone and conditioning people, if you will, Julia. Mm-hmm. And uh, and now we we really get to see his his I don't want to call it a vendetta, but he's really effing with Jack. You know, he he really really went out to went to great lengths. To show that, as I said last episode, he's the smartest guy not only in this room but the next two rooms and the next two rooms beyond that. He's the smartest guy around. He not only knows exactly what you guys are doing, he's outwitting you all. He's outsmarting you all, and he's taunting you, especially Jack, with uh, someone he like you know felt responsible for and was and beloved. And um, 
that was uh, that, that was really sinister in Hannibal's part. And now this episode, we see him basking in the glow of that. You know, he is a lot of like when he's asking Will, oh, was was Jack was Jack uh, upset? Did it, did it get to Jack? You know, he's asking him all these questions. And so he seems to be enjoying Jack's humiliation a little really, bit. He really seems to be enjoying the humiliation. And Hamill seemed very, very proud of himself this episode. Like, really, really proud of himself. And I want to talk about him a little later on. But um, I don't know. What did you think of this episode, Nando? Uh, you know, I, uh, I'd say it was probably my third or fourth uh, favorite episode. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, inside, ba- inside baseball. No, just, go joking. Ahead. just joking around. No, uh, I really, I actually really dug uh, dug the interrogation techniques or, or the nice little manipulation that uh, Hannibal was doing as well, trying to get more information about Jack. He just seems very concerned about Jack, right? But he, oh, poor Jack! He must. This must be killing him. This must mm. be hurting him. Maybe, maybe I can help him somehow. I just love his compassion for that. Sure. Even even his compassion to Alana, trying to dig into her relationship. Right. With Will, right. uh, he's just—it's uh, just his way of working, working people, which yeah. he's great at. So he but seems it, to be enjoying the fruits of his labors. Yes. Is he not? Oh, absolutely. He's basking. He, he is—he's elated. He's not just cooking up a dinner. He's cooking up like no. he, yeah, he's cooking all over the place. And he's quite the—you uh, know—I mean, he's—he's he's got a little. I don't see call him the ladies' man, but he's got some moves. I mean, he's got you know, some swagger there. He's got some swag with uh, Doctor Bloom. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has like, right there. He, I mean, I don't know what's the. I mean, that's probably the 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 the, the smoothest, pimpiest move I've seen to like brew someone your own their own batch. <laughs> the reserve. Their own beer. reserve. Oh. Like you know, job about that. What if a guy, you know, the guy tells you, uh, have some of this? No, it's your reserve. Oh wow! It's, called, it's, it's vintage Julia. Oh, well, I brewed a special, especially for you. <laughs> <laughs> no, you keep that. It's your reserve. Yeah, and I, he's yeah he's he's doing it, and 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 boy, Bloom seems to be soaking it up to a certain degree. Am I wrong about that? Well, they even talked about the possibility in the past of them having an affair. Why mm. didn't they ever cross that line? So. Yeah. Mm. She seems to to be enjoying herself. Mm -hmm. What did you think of the episode in general, Julia? I thought this episode was very different from from all the others. Um, Definitely focused on Lecter more than any other episode has. uh, His character more than just his his sinister side. Um, I thought it was beautifully shot. Absolutely beautifully shot visually. James Foley. Yeah, visually it was really just... Cat, what? Main man. <laughs> main man. I just love it. I don't always say main man. I have to comment it's, on it. It's so 1977. <laughs> it's so like Jimmy Walker. I'm sorry. Go, go on. ahead. I'm just thinking anyway. on him. I'm digging on him while you're giving your stuff. Sorry. You know, I, I miss but, you. I miss you on this show. I know. My, my, Why don't you do more of these Hannibal shows? I wish I could catch up with you guys. Yeah, you, yeah I'll, I'll try. Okay. It'd be nice if we would. We've done seven. I don't know where the what? F you've been, Nando Bell. Yeah, it's just, yeah, I don't know. Oh, my God. We started already. We started. We began. Okay. We've begun. I got some watching to do. I, I, go ahead. Sorry. So go, I'm sorry, Julia. <laughs> I, I don't know. He's your main man. I want to hear about yes. that a little bit. No, he's, he's my main man. Go ahead. Um, I, I don't even know what I was saying. I just know that it, I was just I was captivated by by um, visually by what was going on in, in this episode, and captivated and also quite disgusted mm-hmm. all at the same time. Yeah. On a regular basis, was I very uncomfortable watching this and knowing what was what was happening? Yeah, yeah. It, that shot after the, the word spleen. That, that uh, next shot, all three of the us. Food processor. Oh man! If if San Filippo was in in our room, I think it would have done a one eighty. He would have jumped. Yeah, he would have. He would have jumped and did a oh and ran out and did a 
that I don't dance. think I've ever heard like a whole room at, on a TV show scream yeah. like that. And I've seen, so, yeah, I, I really don't think the, the way we all three of us screamed at that. And the food processor. Oh, yeah. So, uh, well, let's, let's get into it. I want to hear, you know, your specific general impressions and, and, and let's get into this whole thing. But before we do so, we should uh, once again continue to thank um, the folks on iTunes who are downloading us and listening to, listening to us via iTunes. We really very much appreciate you. Um, we hear you. We read all of your comments and um, appreciate it. We're going to get to maybe some of you, well, some of you tonight on some tickety tickety, right? Nando? <laughs> tickety tickety. That's our, that's our code for uh, shout outs. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. That's our code for shout outs. Tickety tickety. Like a ticker. Like a ticker. It's a Joe Flippo thing. Totally get it. I'm totally on board. I understand you've done the last couple and you're not used to my. We're getting along with each other right now. We just met. We literally just met. It's a meet cute. Yeah. People really thought, I think people were commenting that we apparently had a restraining order against each other or something. But no, it's not. But really, this is like a blind date. Yeah, it's, like a, it's like a blind date. It is. Well, Thank you, Steven. It's, it's, it's happening yeah. right now. It's Aww. happening. You're witnessing it. Right. <laughs> anyway, go so, on. Sorry. Go on. Uh, iTunes, thank you very much for downloading us and listening to iTunes. I never, never hesitate to mention in all six episodes that since we've been doing this, we've been the number one downloaded show here at AfterBuzz. It's downhill from here. Thanks. It's, well, no, uh, if, if the show, yeah, now thanks. Don't F this up, Nando Bell. <laughs> Damn you. You mother effer. Don't mess this up for me. <laughs> no, okay. no, so no we, we're, we're number one right now. It's, it's all thanks to you guys. And we on it for a show that is we are way behind on and we're trying to catch up. And we, we're, we're trying to populate uh, the Internet with a bunch of and, Hannibal podcasts a la, a la House of Cards on Netflix. For yeah. those of you maybe catching up or time shifting or you know, rewatching with us. We appreciate all of you. And, um, and even those who watch on, on, on YouTube and, and, and after buzz as well. So thank you very much. Yeah. And, yes. and yeah, we really heard your comments and wanted to come on. Some of us more than others wanted to come on the show, you know, f- with our schedules and stuff. So, right. uh, we're hope you're enjoying it. So I can't wait to see some, uh, some tickety tickety's about that new guy that just jumped on episode seven. Can you shut him up? But yeah, <laughs> we'll so I can't wait for that. And, They're uh, going to love you. At one, at one point we may have all four of us here in the same room together. <gasps> I that mean, could be could something. Yeah, maybe episode thirteen. <laughs> maybe the season finale. Maybe season two. Yeah, season two. Season two. Uh, so, anyway. so speaking of which, let's jump into this. Nando, what did you? What 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 leapt out at you in this episode? What, what did you? What did you? What did you want to talk about? Well, I, I mean, for me, everything leapt out. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess I, I I will talk about uh, Will and Jack since uh, since it, this was really interesting. The fact that Jack has been. In the last couple of episodes, until until I guess episode four, it started with his wife uh, when when his wife had cancer and she yeah. was hiding uh, information was five, from him. But yeah, I was five. Yeah, I'm losing track. That's right. But uh, but anyway, so this one he's starting to break down. He's he's we're seeing his dreams. We're seeing his nightmares. We're used to seeing Will. We're used to seeing other people having these nightmares. But but what after what happened to Miriam and after that whole discovery sure. last week. Uh, we're seeing it happen to him. That scene in the morgue when he hears the phone and he opens up that, oh. that one drawer yeah. and all you see is the severed hand from last week with the cell phone. Uh, that was crazy. And then, uh, and then seeing Will as Miriam pretty much without the arm. Yeah. I mean, those two, those two in particular, I mean, those were the only two, I guess, but those two. Just seeing, seeing – I mean, we're used to Lawrence Fishburne being a badass. Sure. But right now, he is turning he's, a little bit into Will. Sure, but he's still pretty badass. Though. He's still pretty badass. <laughs> but this man's tormented. And, yeah. and because I think of what, uh, what Will was saying in the beginning about, 
uh, about the Chesapeake Bay killers. Um, you know, what do they call sounders of, of threes? Yes. He was calling that sounders of threes they, because they treat they, them like pigs. Yeah, exactly. But but because of the timeline, he's feeling the pressure of time right now because they yeah. are right now in the middle of this whole uh, of this whole sounder, so yeah. to speak. And he lost Miriam. You know, he didn't know that he lost Miriam, that Miriam was part of the Sounders. So who knows? Will himself, anybody else on his team could be, you know, subject, especially since he could tell that this killer is super close to him. He doesn't know who it is yet. But right. so he is really this is a real mind F. For it's him. a real super mind F for him. Yeah. And I think that, you know, what 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 strikes me about that on the Jack part of it is, you know, like this is a stressful Beyond stressful job. I mean, like, let's talk about stress. Even if you're just a plain old homicide detective and you've got to go and, you know, and do chalk outlines and see plain old homicides, you know, that, 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 that would haunt you on a regular basis. But this is an FBI profiling team of, of, of crew of people who are going after high level, highly demented, a, a particular kind of serial killer. And, you know, you see enough of these crazy angel winged, mushroomed up, you know, uh, you know, crazy dead bodies, and that's got to f with you in a huge way after a long period of time. And you know, I, look, look, we all we all used to wait tables here at some point. We used to have uh, server nightmares, and so we need like, <laughs> oh my god, I have ten tables, and I'm gonna die. La, la, la. I mean, years ago, I used to have those all the time. Like these are like, I have server. I can't imagine what the hell kind of nightmares I'd be having if I were Fishburn. So, um, you know, it, it's really yeah, it's taking a toll. Like, his wife is his wife's going down. His wife is stage four. Um, lung cancer. Yes. There's no stage five. Um, you know, he's 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 still confronted with the Chesapeake Ripper who's out there taunting him. Uh, he's got Will, who he feels we see now that he feels somewhat responsible for because he brought Will in, and he he can see Will with some not so subtle symbolism there with Will ended up dead with no, one arm like like he's Miriam, and yeah. uh, so the pressure's getting to my man. Yeah, yeah. It's all the people that he feels most responsible for are the people that he's letting down. Yeah, in his mind, well, it, it's happening. They're dying, and right. What can you do? He's, he's, ha- he he's losing own... control. Meanwhile, Lecter's getting in his head. Yeah. Well, the Chesapeake Ripper is getting in his head. Little does he know they're the same exact person yeah. getting in his head from different angles. Well, I was going to say, at least he has a shoulder to cry on. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter. <laughs> oh, that guy. When things get too tough, when he gets too stressed out, go he to go to his, friend Hannibal. his good friend Hannibal, who'll sort <laughs> good him right out. for a meal and a good cry. He'll, he'll sort him out with a modified something or other. <laughs> you know, a, a meal and a, and a good cry. Mm. Uh, and so what, what about Will? Well, Will, we're seeing more of the same with Will, I feel. Uh, you know, he, uh, you know what, what surprised me about this episode with Will is that people are still doubting him. Yeah. You know, he, he went to the motel. He figured out it wasn't the, uh, wasn't the killer, that right. this was someone else. That it was possibly an organ, uh, you know, one of those organ rackets, those urban myth legends that your right. mom probably tells you when you're uh, going out late to be careful because sure. you, know, you wake up in a bathtub and, uh, you know. That was pretty much that was pretty much what your mom probably warns you about, you know, when if you have one of those kinds of mothers uh, who likes to warn you about all those kinds of things. But, yeah, I'm surprised that uh, with everything going on, he's still being doubted so much, uh, you know, with uh, even from Jack. Jack was still doubting him, too. Obviously, I I, I think part of that really more now more than ever is the pressure that Jack is feeling, especially after discovering Miriam. But uh but yeah, I mean, uh, Will is um, Will is still, and he's getting closer and closer with Hannibal. And again, just 
all these interactions with Hannibal where, where Han- you know, where they're getting in ni- nice and close and Hannibal's getting information on him from Jack. It's yeah. just so... It is very, like, almost incestuous in, in an FBI yeah. kind of serial killer mm-hmm. way. I think uh, the, uh, you know, going back to what you're saying about um, Will and, and, the, and the people who are doubting him, you know, you, got, you have a room full of these super, super type A, all those FBI guys from our agent, uh, agent, our agent, <laughs> <laughs> agent, what's her name? Uh, who I can't remember. Agent the, McFlirty, that's what Agent you McFlirty, her. the Asian, the Asian woman. Uh, <laughs> she's super confident. Every time she, every time she discovers something, she's got a smile and a smirk. Yeah, and she's pretty uh, proud of herself. The rest of the team are like these guys. These are people who know what they're doing so well that they, they don't doubt yourself. So I'm looking at Will, like, dude, this is clearly the Ripper. Like, it's the same thing. Like, yeah. what are you talking about? No one's going to be like, well, well, you're the guy because they're all the guy. And yeah. so that's kind of like, it's true, you but know. This guy's, the, this guy's the the odd expert that can just true. figure, make these crazy jumps and they're still doubting him. I mean, yeah, I, I get that. I totally get this is an A-list team. Yeah. But, uh, but I, again, well, he's still on the outside, I guess. Will definitely takes it uh, a step further from the science, and that's what they're used to is just the science of it, the right. forensics of it. They don't. I don't think they really understand how to deal with, with someone so cerebral and right. someone who mm-hmm. has this gift that really can't be explained in any way. But it's it, it works. It's apparent. Yeah. It's paying off. So it's hard. Yeah, you really want to doubt him because you have the facts. You have the figures. You have the numbers. Yeah. But he's got the know-how. Right. He that does. just comes to him. Well, speaking of which, it feels like the know-how is taking its toll on Will as well. I mean, you know, he's talking about dreams. His dreams are a little he's, – he's taking it to the next level of sleepwalking, mm-hmm. waking up places having that super creepy dream where he's with Abigail and he is now, you know, doing his empathy thing, like still still her father, but, you know, having these dreams where he has entire sleepwalking dreams as Abigail's father, who, by the way, was a serial killer, that's kind of scary, right? Because hmm. you wake up and you've, what have you, you wake up and you've killed someone? You're, are we Norman Bates losing time here? <laughs> like, that's, that's, he's, you know, Will is going down a slippery slope here, which we talked about this, but... It's you know he's a little he's definitely dancing close to the edge. He steps away from crossing over that threshold. I mean I don't, I don't, know, I don't know how far he's stepping away because he's he's sleepwalking he's now. It's getting worse. I mean this whole you, we know that all of this um, you know pendulum swinging and all of his, his trances he goes to comes at a cost, right? It comes at a as a personal emotional cost to Will, and we're seeing you know by episode seven we see here that like. You know, well, he, t- he hinted at episode five, like, he doesn't know how much longer he can do this. He doesn't know, like, you know, he can't continue to do this as much longer. And we see now he's he's cracking up a little bit, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um, I, I, I worry about Will. I don't know. That, that's, that's, I mean, we, I mean, unfortunately, we kind of know how this whole thing works out for Will. But, uh, you know, Red Rag. We got a while. There's, there's a book. We got a little while. A book and a movie. <laughs> a, a book and two movies, you know, about this. But yeah. uh, if I didn't know all that, I'd worry about this guy <laughs> a lot. Um, seems fragile. Yeah. What about you, Julia? What, 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 what leapt out at you this episode here? Oh, the food. <laughs> mm, oh, yum. all that food. And not just the food, but, well, first of all, um, in the very first scene with, with Lecter at the opera, or the first scene with Lecter, uh-huh. um, talking to, to your girlfriend, yeah. Alan Green. <laughs> and when he, he says, a meal cannot be forced, Ugh. 
I thought was a really interesting uh, 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 statement from him. But it seems that he has this the sense of arrogance all of a sudden because everything he's doing seems to be paying off. And now I feel like he feels he can he can take this step, and he's getting a little a little cocky. I mean, he's. Yeah. He's all over the place. The recipe cards. It seems oh, like something gosh. clicked in his head. Yeah. And now he's on a rampage. Well, he's doing the, he's, he's, he's playing a dinner party. Like he's having this dinner party. So he needs to, you know, this is the, he, he's, he's doing a dinner party. And, uh, you know, that line, this is, we talked about this last episode with Julia and I, how he's getting the, the Hannibal cooking with the lions are becoming a little more, it's, I'm, I'm waiting for the rim shots, you know, like he's, <laughs> this one was, who's hungry? It's like, oh, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> He's yeah he in at the opera. It's like he feels inspired. Yes. All of a sudden. Yeah. And it, it was there was a moment in that scene too after his his patient Franklin was talking to him where he was talking to Ellen Green saying like I said a meal cannot be forced and then Franklin comes up talks to him and there was just something that clicked in his head mm-hmm. inspiration had struck right. and all of a sudden for the rest of the the entire episode he's preparing for this epic. Epic dinner party. And they loved it's a it. a lot of dishes. Oh. I, I've never, ever prepared anything in my life. And I, and I cook a little bit. But where everyone just apl- just breaks out into applause. For like, they're just, they yes. love it. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. And he's not. He's like, thank you. I got it. Yeah, he, he was very proud of himself at the end of that meal. Uh, that food looked fantastic. It looked great. It was I mean, gorgeous. It he had a sous chef and all. Yeah. yeah, he had a few sous chefs. We had a sous chef and he had a, uh, you know, a full kitchen full of folks. It was, it was a proper meal. Um, <laughs> Literally. So here's full my question. So we now folks. see, I got a couple questions for you both. The first question I have is we now, we saw his methodology in terms of how he, you know, pre- is preparing these each individual dinner. A great montage of like, oh, uh, crispy liver a la blah, blah, blah. And he's looks at the card and then looks at the business card and then goes and gets that. Does he choose, does he pick the meal first and then go, oh, you look like a crispy liver. Like, <laughs> let's uh, let's get that guy. Remember that I one remember guy, that the doctor, guy. he's kind of a dick. And it was, yeah, he looks uh, like a, or was it a, It's you know? <laughs> interesting that he's been cultivating these business cards over God sure. knows how long, just waiting for the perfect meal at the perfect time to serve to the perfect guests. Well, chicken egg me here. What, what, what's first here? Is he, does he, like, when he, when he meets those people, he's like, Nando. Chicken egg me here? Yeah. Like chicken egg- <laughs> <laughs> I just said that. I said that. Okay. I said it and I fucking did it. That was, that was an F-bomb there. I said it. <laughs> chicken egg me. That's the worst thing anyone's ever said that came out of my mouth. I'm, I... <laughs> Who says that? Next time you say that, just put some sunglasses on and get a shirt and just, you know, unbuckle it. Chicken egg in here. <laughs> that, that was so, like, you know, as agent, I'm, Hollywood agent or ad guy, chicken egg me here. Chicken egg me here. Chicken egg me here. Next time I go to McDonald's for breakfast, I'm going to say that line. Oh, my God. Gonna, I'm going to confuse the hell out of them. They're going to say, egg McMuffin. Right. You want, oh, anyway. Anyway, uh, that being said, chicken egg me here. Chicken egg me here. Uh, I, Which came first? <laughs> go. Uh, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I think it's more about the uh, I, I, what Will was saying in the episode about humiliating people, and I guess the best way to humiliate them, I, I, uh, maybe it's something you know they've uh, done to him, like yeah. that guy in that flashback. Sure, was so was so arrogant with him and just saying, you know, just sit down. He was ordering him around. There does seem to be a little bit of like, don't f with Hannibal, right? Like, yeah. you know, there's a little bit of like any kind of one hint of like, oh, you think you're smart, huh? Yeah, okay, spleen. 
I don't you know. know. I, yeah, I don't, I, I don't I'll think. I'll just call you Spleen from now on. Exactly. I don't think he's just looking at someone going, oh, wow, he would make a good. He, yeah. he probably has some good kidneys. Good uh, good I, I feel it's almost like maybe maybe it's just his mood on, on how best to humiliate them. And maybe there's something in also, here's a thought, something in the dish itself. Because the dish is not. It doesn't say, "Hey, human brains." No, it no, says no. sheep brains. It right. says it says different animals. So yeah. maybe he, the way they treat him or the way he he looks at them, is, is that, as an animal. Oh, he's a, and he's how a an sheep. animal works. Like he's a sheep, very, or he's, very much. So. Yeah. So uh, so maybe that's the way he looks at it. I don't think he necessarily looks at someone and goes, "Oh, he would make a really good." Uh, Blah 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 dish, whatever well, that is. Well, we know we've seen and Julia, Julia and I talked about this last episode, but we know like he loves little a little anecdote about mm-hmm. every little meal, oh, like every- you're eating, like oh what's what's this, Doctor Lecter? Well, you know this is our uh, lamb tongue, and I assure you he was a gabby little lamb. Like, he's so <laughs> proud of himself. It's like <laughs> it's just like a mug. So maybe yeah. So maybe when something happens, he tells he tells that story. He was a he's a fast little rabbit. I think he's definitely a recipe first guy because I think <laughs> um, it's about the performance for him. It's about mm. what he sets before his illustrious guests. Right. So I think he comes up with the perfect, most spectacular meal. He goes through his little recipe cards mm-hmm. and then thinks back to his little business cards and who who wronged him in this way or that way and who might taste best in this dish. So I think it's about the presentation of everything. Right. Well, we so saw that, that spread at the end. <laughs> there definitely the is presentation, yeah. Quite the spread. Illustrious indeed. Mm. Right. And, and, and it's interesting that he's not, you know, this isn't about, this is this is a whole thing. You know what, this is, Ryan, this is a slight, uh, a slight, uh, di- uh, digression here but you know what's all in vogue now all the rage in all of everything in downtown LA now is this whole notion of like eating the, eating the entire animal from the you know from the the, the, the nose to oh, the tail yeah. right? T- tender greens has that well, I believe, it, it, but like the, you know Gorbals downtown has it yeah. animals and the place mm-hmm. that, that does all that stuff and it's always great dishes that mm-hmm. are wonderful but it's so Hannibal Lecter and because it's all like here is, you know, a lot, a lot of livers, a lot of organs, mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff. And it's, you know, it's all great food, which I can never eat again. But uh, <laughs> it's it, 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 Hannibal, Hannibal doesn't just do like a good old fashioned turkey leg, right? He's, it's always some sort of organ. He's very, it's very high class. But it's organs every time, right? It's like yeah. A, it's a spleen. It's a liver. It's a brain. It's a kidney. You know, it's that, that's, that's, I don't know. That's, oh, it's, it's never just a piece of flesh. It's a heart. He he prepared that heart. Yeah. Oh, he sure know, did. And sliced that heart up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so uh, so the dinner, yeah, the, the dinner was fascinating and, and and disgusting at the same time. But uh, so let's let's um, get into Hannibal himself a little bit and sort of like, you know, I, I'm I you know the other question I have about him, you know, is in regards to the dinner, and we can segue this into Hannibal himself, and you know, uh, is like I, I so this. You know, we talk about the procedural aspect of this. The in this episode, we were looking for the Chesapeake Ripper through a guy who maybe is harvesting organs. Now, at the end, we find the guy who's harvesting organs. You know, they found him and they mm-hmm. arrested him, and that was a real guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm confused as to, you know, was did did anything we see any of the murders that we saw being committed. Did that have anything that was Hannibal? Were Hannibal doing those? Was it the harvesting organ guy? The guy in the bathtub? Who did that guy? 
is it was it both things happening at the same time? Like, do you do you, do you follow that at all? Because he Hamble did make a meal. He's got business cards. He's got a full meal there. He's well, got a full freezer. Yeah, that doctor uh, that that had his car had car trouble. That's obviously part of the meal. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I you know one. I don't think That's he was one. well I I think there's enough there it's kind of like what that uh what um the Hobbs character was saying before use every part of the animal yep. so maybe uh not that he used every single part cuz obviously that that guy's on an autopsy table where uh you know Scott Thompson and the rest of them uh, uh you know McFlurry and everybody's looking yeah. at but I would think there's still enough there to to serve with at least one and he seems to I don't know. They kept showing the fridge filled with organs. I, this is what Matt. I mean, did, did you follow? I mean, this, I saw, is our, this is our job to be able to watch the episode and follow what happened. But I don't know. I'm not sure I understood what happened there. The lines you, were a little blurred at yeah. times. As but, have, but you know what? High body count, a, high, a, a giant dinner, but then we still had someone being caught at the end who did some stuff. So who, who did, did who, who did what? Well, the FBI agents didn't know either. So why should we know? Well, at, at, <laughs> well, there you go. And this, there's your that? answer. That's a good How about point. that, guys? I like that. I like that. Boom. I like Take that. Take that. All right. So chicken egg me here. Yeah. So, chicken egg which, here, which, which, What's first? Um, <laughs> See and eat me here. I, I'm going to just break it all the way down. We know, as at least, as possible. we know at least one person was killed by Hannibal Lecter. And the hotel room guy was... That was the organ guy. Was the organ guy. So, because it was sloppy. I mean, again, as as was said in the beginning of the of the uh, episode when Will was doing his uh, his uh, class over at Quantico, he uh, he said that sometimes some of these people don't get found. Miriam didn't get found sure. found out till two years later, till Hannibal wanted or whoever it was, being Hannibal, you know, wanted them to be found, wanted Miriam to be found. So it's possible that he has killed off a lot of more. He was looking at business cards, multiple business cards. And looking at recipes, so right. chances are he probably went out there and was very, very busy uh, during that montage. It, so. it, it's, it's interesting to me that we, we we know now, and Will is sort of getting getting on, you know, sort of catching on to this. That uh, and actually Hannibal said it himself that the killer, you know, the you know, the, the whole Chesapeake Ripper is 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 something that's sort of been created by Hannibal to disguise his real true purpose, which is finding a way to harvest and, and, and get these organs to be able to prepare them and cook them. Mm. So the, 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 the Chesapeake Ripper and all of his brutality, all of this sort of like, you know, the, how he brutalizes these people and mutilates them and puts them on display and does all this stuff is that's all kind of like an act, really. Because all Hannibal's really interested in killing someone and getting their liver, but he, he's, he's, he's presenting this whole mythology of this Chesapeake River to, to for Jack and the FBI to just chase around and be all, you know, be 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 uh, all up in arms over when really it's just Hannibal who's killing and very surgically, very cleanly extracting the organs, getting everything he needs very carefully, and then he'll look at it and then go, "All right, I'll ripper them up and let the FBI do their thing." So, like, it's it's really it's really smart of him to do that. I'm saying all that to say that maybe once that conversation happened between Will and and Hannibal about this is what he wants you guys to think he's disguising his true purpose which is we don't know what it is yet maybe Hannibal changed his methodology to follow mirror that of this organ harvester in order to like you know because it's like he's able to hide because they're chasing this guy who's doing the same thing as Hannibal hmm. but Hannibal's doing it better I, I, this is this is I'm, I'm just trying to make trying to figure this thing out here well you know don't forget that he's already mimicked other people in this series and so far. Versa. Yeah, and vice versa. So th- this might have been luck of the draw. Maybe 
Maybe not. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure either. But right. uh, but, but he, it's it's not unlike him. I mean, Will's already diagnosed this killer as somebody, or or at least a copycat killer from from the pilot as somebody diabolical who doesn't have to kill the same way twice. Well, uh, go ahead, Julia. Um, yeah. He he mimics people sometimes, but he takes it to another level. Again, showing that he's smarter and better than the original killer. I of think course. he takes it as a. As a, as a sense of uh, a performance art. He yeah. gets what he needs, which are his organs for cooking, and then he displays the bodies in, in a beautiful, artistic way. It's a performance for him. Right. Uh, maybe, in essence, it's the same thing as, as Garrett Jacob Hobbs saying, use, use the whole body you know, for different purposes. He's using the leftover pieces as a piece of art. Right. Mm-hmm. So I, it, it could be. And I, well, I, this question is: so which That's came first? And there's another chicken egg me here. <laughs> I love uh, this phrase. Oh man, Flippo, Flippo's gonna love <laughs> chicken egg me. He's gonna love that one. <laughs> so which came first? Is it was it um, you know was it Eddie Izzard as was Eddie Izzard really the Chesapeake Ripper, Ripper who did it once and then Hannibal mimicked him in order to be able to to be able to, be able to harvest his organs and you know and do it that way and then he took what Jacob Hobbs did. And and then mounted someone in the antler to be able to take their organs and do it that way. Mm-hmm. And now he's mimicking this this uh, organ harvester EMT guy to be able to do that. Is he is he a guy who hides behind existing serial killers and he has inside information because he's profiling them, or is he just doing his thing? Well, at least in the case of this episode, it's possible that he was mimicking the EMT guy because of. Because that was the first one. Because remember, right. the heart was the big key sure. that Will's noticed that uh, that this guy was uh, massaging the heart. Mm-hmm. Right. And then remember when uh, when the doctor I can't remember his name when the doctor was on the on the table, they said, "See this guy? He took his heart this time. That's what he was doing. He wasn't massaging. Right. He was taking it." So, so again, he, he uh, it seems like Hannibal's a great study of uh, of other killers. But I don't think he. You know, I don't think that he's one to hide behind another killer because he's too good for that. Well, again, you know, it's he, all messing with everybody's minds, though. It's but all. But he was visibly upset when, um, when, when our, your girl Freddie Lowndes uh, announced that that Eddie Izzard was the the Chesapeake Ripper. He, yeah. That that pissed him off. Yeah, because he's he's you know how dare they take call how, this fool. take credit for for right. my art. Right. That's a good point. So yeah, so he's very you, that's, well. That that answers that. So yeah, there goes my theory. <laughs> so there, there's that. So um, I chicken and egg. You. Okay, you ch- <laughs> who chicken and egg? Who son? <laughs> I just got chicken and egg. <laughs> Whatever that means. Um, all right. So uh, what about so let's, let's before we you know let, let's let's t- touch on just two. Hannibal had two major interesting parallel encounters. One was with his doctor. My girlfriend, mm. Jillian, Jillian uh, Anderson, okay. uh, who we discovered is his doctor, and and his patient, the weird sort of stalkery, very needy Frederick. guy, Frederick. Who's played by Dan Fogler. Yes. Who's uh, awesome. And we saw him very briefly in Franklin. the pilot. Yeah. Franklin? Does Franklin. Frederick? He looks more like a Frederick to me. I keep on thinking Franklin. it's Frederick. I it's have Fran- to keep it is Franklin. To no, it's Franklin. Uh, but yeah, Dan Fogler, who's awesome. He's he uh, he has a I believe a Tony. For, you know, Ellen Green also has a Tony. Yes. Tony. Mm-hmm. So a lot of Broadway actors yep. on here. And uh, yeah, I, what I lo- thought was really interesting was it's really nice to see some adulation for Hannibal. 
from from a patient that has nothing to do with his uh, uh, you know his uh, serial killing. I suppose it's just some guy who wants who needs a friend. <laughs> He's just some lonely Aww. guy who needs a friend. He does, and he you know well. There's a couple things happening there. He's clearly following stalking Hannibal. Oh, around, yes. yeah, you know, and he's he so he's clearly yeah, a little crush or something. Uh, I love that he, uh, you know, he, he, he that moment when he's talking about Michael Jackson, you know, how much he loves Michael Jackson, he's listening to Michael Jackson. <laughs> clearly, it was You Are Not Alone as a song, they probably weren't allowed to say that, but uh-huh. you know, and he's, he tells an anecdote about I wish I could be there to help him. And Hannibal, the look at Hannibal's face is like, ugh, this mother, this guy, I gotta deal with this guy, you know. But then he says the key things which did get Hannibal, you know, which which, which piqued Hannibal's interest, which was he said, uh, I think that, uh, uh oh. I don't know what I'm doing here. Doing? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, he said What's that. Uh, I, I'm. Uh, there we go. Sorry, I had a I had a, a okay. something going. Same time. He said technical difficulty. No, he <laughs> he said that he, he he wants to be close to greatness or something in that yes, fact. Yeah, exactly. And then Hannibal's like, oh, maybe you know. It's almost like you can see him when he's telling the Michael Jackson story. Hannibal's sizing him up like liver, spleen. Lungs, and then he says the greatest thing is like, oh, well, maybe I have bad views for this guy, man, mm-hmm. because it reminded him of his, his exact situation with Julian Jacobs. You know those parallels there. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know what any of that means. Maybe you can tell me, Amanda. I, 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 I love the <laughs> parallel. It seemed like, uh, it seemed like, uh, there, I guess there is some kind of uh, an attraction, I guess, between a person and their therapist. Right. So I guess that's what it shows. Well, and then what I, I just want to do a quick comment on his last line of like, you know, when he asked him about the attraction, and he was like, well, no, well, no, well, of course, why well, I had some, you know, had some, I, I was in a fraternity, so. As if all fraternity boys yeah. have the. You usually, it's a line you usually hear with, you know, with, with women. It's always like, you ask me if you had a, a same sex yeah. experience, like, well, I was in a sorority. You know, you usually hear that. You never hear like, yeah, you never hear like, well, I was in a fraternity. We all experiment in fraternities. <laughs> I mean, really, I'm not gay, but, you know, we're all fraternity. You know, it's that whole thing, which is, I don't know. I thought that was a really very, very funny line. Uh, what's going to happen to this guy? Oh, he's going to die. Come no, on, no. I, he's got. I think. Well, I think he's gonna. You know, I don't. I, maybe I should save it for predictions. But okay. I, you know, I mean, what do you think is gonna happen to him? I, 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 I feel. I, I one or two. Well, you know what? We'll save it for predictions, I suppose. But I do sense that this man might be the the first chink in uh, in Hannibal's armor, right. so to speak, in Hannibal's defense to to be able to be close to Jack and to Will and to still kill. Uh, you know, whatever he feels sure. like it. This might be the first case where this might be a wrinkle in his plan. Hmm. Somebody who's following him, who's stalking him, right? More or less. Maybe he's going to keep him around just because it's nice to have the adoration. I'm sure that you is know, too. Everybody wants a little. Well, you know, pump up killers, every once in a while. Serial killers sometimes like to have that yeah. adulation. Yeah. Uh, so maybe, uh, although they want it more for what they uh, for what they create, not really for just being a therapist, right? So, well, I, I really do love, and, and then we can we can get to take anything and get out of here. But like, I really do love. You know, we we talked about early on the. You know what what Thomas Harris created and, and Jonathan Demi created in the movie is this whole interesting you know serial killer doctor versus FBI agent this mm. you know Clarice versus Hitler behind the glass that one on one situation and yeah. this show is full of those it's full of like a lot of one on ones a lot of like you know heck 
you know, Lecter versus so-and-so and so-and-so versus Lecter. Even last episode with, you know, uh, Dr. Eddie Izzard versus, you know, Freddie Lowndes hmm. versus Will. And uh, I also love that there's a lot of freaking doctors here. A lot of doctor-on-doctor chat here. So, you know, we've got, I mean, I can't even count the doctors that we have, that we've seen <laughs> and know of in these episodes, including Eddie Izzard, who's also a doctor. A doctor. Yeah. You know, so I, you know, I, I just think all that's a doctor of well, comedy. They do say sociopaths were uh, attracted to the medical profession. Yeah, that is true. Um, Maybe they're all crazy. So, mm-hmm. Nando, what do you do? You have any, have any news and gossip? There news and gossip. <laughs> well, is that that's the tickety tickety, right? Yeah, that's tickety tickety. Okay, I've been looking up. I've been looking up uh, names because because uh, I'm a little out of it. Uh, X from the left. Uh, Sarah for HP, Brent William Henry, uh, Robo Track. Are these L4. YouTube or I- This iTunes. is YouTube, actually. Okay. Miss Lost Nikita, Sensational, uh, Jake216, Go Bears, Go Bulls. Yes. I guess that's a Chicago <laughs> fan. <laughs> yes, sir. Just a, just a thought. The Bears. I'm looking because I know that since we're doing multiple episodes per week, uh, YouTube's kind of a little um, all over the place. So. I just I think I pulled that from uh, episode three, but let me go straight to iTunes and thank all the people who are giving us I, I can, I five got some of those stars. Here. You oh, got some of those? I got Laura England. Uh, I've got Johnny Love sixty seven. I've got uh, Shelly Shelly S A. Uh, I've got at D Rob seventy. Thank you very much. And VC VCJW uh, Linda's lost. Linda is lost. Oh, Linda. Oh, no, she will find her. We'll find you. She, <laughs> she's not too far away. Uh, Raya Tarpit. CDO Gratz 3. Mm. Uh, MJCC 64. Yes. And uh, Ben, Tar- ben Targaryen. Willif 05. <laughs> ben Targaryen. Willif 05, who, who gave us two stars just because he's like, where are the other episodes? Well, we're catching up. I hope we're, we're catching, catching up. up. Oh, we're free, trying. Feel free to add a couple of stars for that one. And I think uh, I saw CDO... Graz three, uh huh. So. Max DVD, K nineteen oh eight, and Beat Guy. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. You know, really, next time they, we'll read some of these comments uh, out loud or something like that. Yeah, but we but just want to go through a lot because uh, I guess you haven't been doing the tickety tickies. No, am I, am I the tickety tickety guy? Is no, but we, 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 we are. And I also want you to get, get want to get into some of some of your theories as well as you know your theories as as meaning you as in you out there. Um, we want to hear some of the things you have to say and, and, and get into them as well. Uh, but for now, let's get into our own theories and predictions. And now, your After Buzz TV predictions. predictions. Oh, was that a new drop? What happened there? That was just me. That was just oh, that was just <laughs> Stephen Lemieux. Stephen Lemieux. A little, yes. a little live drop. A little live drop there. <laughs> okay. So, uh, what do you, what do you got, Nando Bell? Uh, well, you know, as I, I was kind of alluding to with uh, Mr. Uh, Franklin. Uh, Dan Fogler, I, I feel like he is going to cause some problems for Hannibal and will probably have to get killed. But uh, whether he's living or dead, I, I really feel like this is the guy who's going to start um, raising some red flags to Will and Jack. They're going to they're gonna uncover something thanks to Franklin's hmm. um, nosiness or, or, you know, attachment to Hannibal. Right. So that's the big thing I'm seeing. Uh, we, we did notice uh, in, in we, I, we haven't seen the new episode yet. We're still behind. But uh, we did notice a little lip lock between Elena and Will as well. So that's. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Juicy. 
So and that's probably going to be considering the fact that she's hanging out with Hannibal now and helping him cook every now and then. Uh, that's going to be another way for him to f with everybody. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, is Hannibal going to get jealous? Maybe. <laughs> oh, that's a well, layer of him maybe. we haven't seen before. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, I would love to see that. I, I'm, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got there, Julie? Keely? Um, I'm I'm interested to see what happens with uh, with the Jillian Anderson character. Yes. I'm really, really. Lo- I don't have any specific predictions per se. But I do think that um, we'll be seeing more of her, and I think that we will gain a little insight into uh, the softer core, if you will, of our dear friend, Dr. Hannibal Lecter, through her eyes. Mm, Right. Um, Humanize them a little bit. The softer side. Come see the softer side of Sears. I, <laughs> that's a good flashback commercial. Where did that come there. from? Um, I, I, agree, I, I agree with you, Julie. I, I think Jillian Anderson is going to be really, really key here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think that, uh, well, first of all, she's not going to make it. She will be, someone will be eating her in some mm-hmm. way. Someone, shape you or think? form. I, okay. That didn't sound right. I can't say that. <laughs> I don't know why. No, it's fine. I just, <laughs> okay. no. Someone will be having her for dinner. How about that? I did love the line he said when she offered red or white, and he said, something pink. Mm. Yes. Yeah, that was a nice little button there. Get it? Yep. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, I I think something will happen. We'll get get some insight. We'll get some insight into Lecter, and then she'll be dinner. That's it. That's all we got. Uh, So we're catching up, folks. (laughs) Episode seven in the can. We got episode eight. And then we're there. And then nine airs on Thursday. What are we going to do when we have to wait a whole week to see an episode? I don't know. know. Then then we'll go right to number 30. No more instant gratification. (laughs) No more more number one. Nando Bell, (laughs) where can we find you? You can find me on Twitter at Nando Bell, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. And uh, here with uh, the Joes Mm -hmm. for Bates Motel uh, on Wednesday as we do the finale. Yes. We haven't seen, we've seen a little bit of the episode. We haven't seen the whole thing yet. So we're excited for that. Yes. Oh, and Julia. Oh, and you know what? I'm also doing a show called Geek Hero. It's on the Joint Studios LA. Uh, you can find it. I'll, I'll tweet it out. So, yeah. Go ahead. Julia. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Julia Carely. It's J-U-L-I-A-C-E-A-R-L-E-Y. Uh, and find me here at the at AfterBuzz for Hannibal with the two Joes. And, and he really does exist. And the Nando. I exist. He I really know. is here. I know. The I'm Joes so excited. I hope I didn't have this up. I hope I didn't have this up. He's my main man. Uh, I'm, I'm Joe Braswell. You can find me on Twitter at Joe K. Braswell. You can find me here with, with uh, Nando and Joe doing... Uh, the Big Motel and Mad Men and also on Grandline.com and, and here doing Hannibal with you. Uh, thank you, Stephen Lemieux and Marissa, if you're back there. And thank you all for listening and watching. We'll see you next week. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 